Welcome in and welcome back. It's Sunday. It's Indianapolis 500 race day. And Nate and I are here to give you the fastest five minutes in fantasy baseball fab. We're not going to waste any of your time. Let's just dive right in. Um, actually, you know what? Today, I think we should pause for just a second to remember anyone in your family or anyone you know personally who gave it all, sacrificed everything so that we could be here today on this Memorial Day weekend talking about some of the most speculative relief pitching ads of all time. Nate, um, uh, just a moment for, you know, those who sacrificed it all for us. Absolutely. All right, let's get into it. Um, Fab this week is a lot like last week. There isn't much out there, uh, nothing glaring, no one that you need to go spend every last dollar on. But um, this week we're going to, you know, we still got some things, and uh, we talked about this pretty much throughout every episode. Uh, you got to get the gettins when it's time to get the gettins. And if you haven't gotten the gottens, now you got to pick from these guys. So let's start off in Kansas City. Kyle Zimmer, he is uh, just 7% rostered in Yahoo. Um, Al- we had Alec Lewis on. Uh, be the guy who covers for the athletic, the Kansas city Royals. And Alec told us that uh, their philosophy going forward throughout the season was that, um, you know, they were going to set up relievers based on the lineup that they were facing each series. And so it's, you know, however that lineup falls in the ninth inning, that's going to be the guy. Of course, with the Stallmont injury, Zimmer moves up the pecking order, um, two, five, five ERA, 0.85 whip, 17 K's and 17 innings pitched. They got six games this week, a uh, chance for some wins. And so uh, Zimmer is, you know, he's going to be probably the most sought after guy. Um, but I don't think there's going to be much action holiday weekend. People forgetting about their teams already. So he probably sneaking in with like a 2% bid. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think that's exactly right. I think you touched on exactly the, the best point too, is the line, the matchups is weak. Our line for a couple of victories and, and it's Matheny. So be careful. Who <laughs> Be careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we can say that about all these all these ads, right? So, who you got? <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> boy, the pickings are slim. It's it used to be a lot more fun when there was a lot of heavy turnover for good teams, and and now there's just you know you got to go with what potentially could happen. And right now, it looks like uh, we're not sure when Kendall Graveman is going to come back. Um, it's COVID stint. Some people have different reactions to it. Who's the next man up in Seattle? Uh, maybe Keenan Middleton. I mean, you and I both talked about there's there's opportunity for him since he has a history. The last save went to Eric Swanson, but I get the feeling that they'll go back to the person who's had the most saves in his career, at least has been in the ninth the most opportunities. Now, that being said, Kendall Graveman could get picked up or, you know, could get brought back up tomorrow. So in a weekly setting, I mean, if you want to put a dollar and, and you have a 28th, 30th spot on your roster, you can just turn and burn. Pick up Keenan Milton uh, for you know for the dollar. Put him in. He he has that opportunity. The problem is, is that Seattle has to win ball games, and they can't win ball games if you're getting no hit. So uh, it's a little bit of a challenge. But at the same time, hey, like you and I have always said, two extra saves if you can get one or two in a week can change the difference at the end of the season by two or three roto points in that category. Speaking of two saves, ever since JP Fire Eisen got traded to Tampa, he's been in high leverage roles. And after that Willie Adamas trade, he's already recorded two saves for the race. So obviously he is in high leverage situations. We know Diego Castillo is their 
uh, most reliable reliever, the guy that they want to pitch against the heart of the order. And so the heart of the order hasn't fallen in the ninth. And so Castillo's pitched in the seventh and the eighth. Uh, but uh, Ray's going to Ray. And so if you get a guy who's pitching late in the ball game for the Rays, you probably got a pretty good chance of picking up wins and saves. I can't, you can't, you know, can't speculate on wins, but you know, he's going to pitch in a tie game late. They're going to go to the, to the same guys that they go to uh, at late in games and fire ice and jumped right into the mix. He is one of their uh, most reliable relievers. He's already shown that a win and two saves, 25 Ks, 24 innings, and doesn't walk anybody zero uh, sub one whip. So uh, go out there and throw a buck at, at fire ice. If you don't already. And if you have another dollar left over, you can uh, go to Denver. You know, uh, Carlos Estevez is a potential as crazy as that Daniel Bard has been, you know, we're just waiting for the, the cliff to fall and or him to fall off the cliff and eventually give up that role to somebody who was it? Was it Michael Gibbons? Was it someone else? It looks like it's Carlos Estevez when that time happens. Problem is, Daniel Bard as of late for the last uh, really three weeks is pitch good. He's pitched better. Problem is they're not clean innings. They're just not blown saves. And and unfortunately, Colorado, kind of like a la Seattle, has to win enough games for Bard to or be in enough games for Bard to blow and lose, and then they have to win enough games for Carlos Estevez to get the saves. Estevez has good fastball, he gives up the home run, which in Colorado is dangerous. But he's gotten since he came off the IL the really the only two other opportunities of anybody in that bullpen. So if Bard falters, he's gonna step right in. And our friend Greg Jewett has mentioned Carlos Estevez in in passing. And so I listened to that as well. And I've watched a few of the games and he looked great. He's 1% rostered right now. So no one else is on him. You know, if you can do penny bids again for a penny, but my guess is it's probably going to cost you a dollar. Yep. So again, we're going back to the dollar. Well, this week, uh, not a lot. Don't, don't spend a lot. And um, one more thing to remind you before we get out of here, don't drink a lot, no matter how far you are down, you are in your uh, fantasy leagues. And if you do, Get yourself an Uber this weekend, please. Mm-hmm. All right. Now go out there and win your bids $1 to zero. Have a nice weekend, everybody. The post-game show is brought to you by... Christ, I can't find it. The hell with it. <laughs>